How's it going today, guys? I'm back here live in the studio once again for another episode of Hot Takes with TP3. Y'all already know what it is. Today is Friday, September 27th, and it's Friday. Y'all know what it is. It's Picks Pod time, guys. Got a great slate once again for y'all that I'm going to break down here. Um, first thing I want to say is it is NBA Media Day. I really enjoy listening to Kyrie talk and kind of talk about everything that happened with the Celtics and everything that happened with him in his personal life. Glad Kyrie's doing better, but you know, it was good to kind of get in his head and see what was going on and hear everything, but I'm waiting on Harden and Russ to come up to the podium. Now they're talking to Austin Rivers, don't really want to hear that, so you know it's the perfect time to go ahead and record everything. You know, I kind of don't like, honestly, how some of these teams are bringing up the lesser guys first and waiting on the big-name guys. You know, I want to see the big-name guys first. That's why I'm tuning in and watching this. I want to see Anthony Bennett, Tyson Chandler, you know, but... I got a pretty good slate of games here that I'm going to break down for y'all. Honestly, it's not my favorite slate of games this weekend, but I mean, NFL always is going to have a good slate, no matter what the matchups are. There's always going to be a good NFL slate to break down, and y'all know my thing. I like to bet on the underdogs. Um, Out of the NFL games, I'm breaking down. Y'all always know I have to have a bet on on primetime games. It's one of my rules. You have to bet every primetime game. It's a rule. And then um, on top of that, uh, I will have a play in the Patriots-Bills game, but I won't have one of the other ones. I'll actually be putting all my best bets on Twitter in the form of video and on Instagram. So y'all go follow me on Twitter at Hot Takes with TP3 on Instagram at TP3Wins if y'all want to see those because know we all want to win. I'll have my college football plays posted. I already got a max bet up for tonight on Friday night on uh, Twitter and Instagram and think it should be a pretty big winner. So go check that out. But you know, let's get down to it, guys. I'm pretty excited, like I said, for this slate of games this weekend. Um, as y'all know, I'm a big ACC guy, so of course I chose an ACC matchup, but it's also the only ranked matchup, or one of only two ranked matchups. So we got number 10, Notre Dame, hosting number 18, Virginia. This game is being played in South Bend. There's supposed to be thunder and lightning, 71 degrees, so it's going to be humid and storming, and, you know, I think that speaks a lot of volume to this game and this series here, you know. I think that Virginia, they're a run-strong team. We kind of saw them struggle a little bit last week. They really wanted to coast past Old Dominion, and they weren't really able to do it as much as they wanted to, you know. Um, this game kind of went the other way with Old Dominion getting out there first. Personally, I don't knock Virginia for it. I think that um, Bryce Perkins, the quarterback, is a little banged up, and so I think that was more so Virginia's reasoning, you know, for trying to uh, – kind of play vanilla a little bit more here and it almost came back to bite them so they had to open it up a little bit in the second half i think that this game will be closer than people think it does um the spread right now is virginia is at a 12 and a half for notre dame being the favorite obviously since they're at home also from the notre dame side of things you know um notre dame guys i mean this is a team that their defense stepped up, honestly. You know, I doubted them against Georgia. Said their run defense couldn't get a stop. I mean, you could argue they get a pass interference call. The entire game could have gone differently. You know, they probably could have won this game outright. And, you know, Notre Dame impressed me. Ian Book didn't really run the ball as much. Brian Kelly said he wanted to be more of a passer. He impressed me a lot more than in the past with his arm. You know, I didn't, I didn't think Book had much of an arm, but he impressed me a lot throwing the ball around the field in this game. And, you know, I really want to take Virginia with the points here, but I just can't do it, you know. I think that... The, the two times that we've seen these ACC teams is Virginia Tech and Syracuse. You know, when we see these ACC teams that everyone's high on, that have that have good records, you know, when they kind of step up the class and they play the Notre Dame, they always seem to get smacked. Notre Dame's already done it twice. I don't want to go against them here the third time. That's really what's holding me off here on the points. I will say this. You can talk about correlation a little bit in betting. I feel like games where you're catching points, where you think it's going to be the under, I feel like they're correlated a little bit. 
And my play in this game, actually, because of the weather and the style of these two teams play, is going to be on the under, actually. Virginia and Notre Dame bring in pretty damn good defenses. Um, Notre Dame's seen, uh, seen um, let's get, get some numbers. Y'all know I love my trends. So the under has cashed in five of Notre Dame's last six games and four of their last five games played on a Saturday. Um, the Notre Dame's also 6-1 and one straight up in their last seven games against the ACC. They're 5-0 and oh ATS in their last five games played in week five, and they're 4-1 and one ATS in their last five games played in September. So, you know, Notre Dame's been a decent ATS team here, guys. I really can't play against them. For Virginia, the only real trend I found, Virginia's 5-1 and one against the spread in their last six games against an opponent that's from the Independent Conference. Obviously, they haven't played Notre Dame, though, so it's a little bit different. So... As much as I want to take Virginia with the points here, I actually have a max bet out on Virginia, Notre Dame, under the total. I think the weather will factor in here. I look for these teams to run the ball a lot. I think the, the kicking will be out there a lot. I think this clock will run down quick. And I look for Notre Dame to win this game. I'm going to go with 31-10. to 10. So, you know, that's right. I guess, no, we wouldn't cover it that. So... That's not a cover there, but I, I really think Virginia is going to cover. If you got the balls to do it, pull the trigger on it. Personally, I've been burned a lot on college football lately, so I'm really only looking to play on things I love, and I just you know, I just don't know if Virginia can step up to this class. Virginia lacks the explosive plays in the offense. They only have, like, I think, like seven explosive plays, so that's not enough for me to back them here in this matchup. Plus, Notre Dame, you know, is going to be coming back off this loss, so that is something interesting there, too. Also, actually, I do have a good trend for you guys. So, teams that are in the top ten that lose, um, they have not actually fared as well as you would think against the spread here. Surprisingly, I do have a good trend for y'all. So, teams that that are ranked inside the AP top 13 that lost last week, so that would be Michigan, Utah, and Notre Dame. How do they do as a home favorite off that road loss? They're 12, 30, and 36 against the against the spread. That's 25%. So, I mean, we do have a good trend in our favor. Oh, I really want to pull the trigger on it. We'll see what happens, guys. We'll see what happens. I might come back and revisit that one. Check it out on Twitter. But I lean Virginia, and I love the under. I have a max bet on the under. My next one is another 330 game, but, of course, both my two, two games I'm covering, and I'm betting both these games, which is why I kind of threw them in there because it's not at the same with the NFL. But... Got number 21, USC, goes on the road to play Washington. Uh, Washington is at minus 10.5, and the over-unders at 61.5. Um, you know, numbers and trends here definitely like Southern Cal. Southern Cal, they're 51, they're 5-1 and one straight up in their last six games on the road at Washington, but they're 3-7 and seven against the spread in those last 10 games. You know, that's kind of interesting. I would not expect it to be that way, considering, you know, how good Washington's been lately, but... Look, guys, USC, they have a third-string quarterback. Or, yeah, third, I guess you could even argue he'd be their fourth-string quarterback in here with Fink. You know, I think that they have great receivers. We saw their receivers go off last week. You know, it kind of felt like USC was just throwing the ball up in the air on third down and long, and they kept continued to convert every single time. I was very disappointed with the way that uh, Utah played. I don't know if y'all listened to the podcast earlier in the week, but... I was complaining about how awful Utah looked last week. And, I mean, it felt like that they would get USC behind the chains, you know, it would be third and long, and then all of a sudden USC would just throw one up, you know, throw a prayer up, and Fink would have a receiver come down with it. It seemed like every single time Pittman had 10 receptions for 232 yards and a touchdown. I think they got a lot of athletes on the edge. 
But when I look at things for Utah, you know, I think, I mean, for Washington, I think Jacob Easton's a really good quarterback, guys. I really like what I've seen out of Easton so far. They're 6-1 and one against the spread in their last seven games. They're 9-0 and oh in their last nine games played in week five. That's an interesting stat for you. They are 2-8, and eight, though, against the spread in their last 10 games against the um, Pac-12. Look, I think the defense will be able to get to them. I think Washington's a little bit, um, fares a little bit better. Also, USC did get gashed on the ground last week. They gave up t- they gave up 247 yards rushing last week. I look for Washington, who doesn't have a great rushing attack here, to try to get it going a little bit, and that'd make it even easier for Easton to sling the ball all over him. I think that Huntley's a good runner, but he's not a good passer, and I think that's kind of what hurt Utah in this game. Also, they outgained USC, but turned the ball over. I think this is a good spot for um, Washington, and I think USC's luck kind of runs out. You know, they keep playing all these big games over and over and over again. You got to think eventually the emotional letdown's going to come, and I think this is when it comes right here. I've got Washington minus the 10.5. That will be on my card tomorrow, so keep your eye out for that. Um, next game I'm going to cover here is Patriots at the Bills. Um, so I'm just kind of shifting over here to NFL. Y'all know I always like to do more NFL than college football on these. I mean, when we get the better matchups, trust me, like last week we had three college football ones. So New England minus seven. I'm seeing seven and a half in some shops. Always shop for the best lines. And the over-under in this one is at 43. Um, You know, I've got a good play actually in this game. And first thing I will say this is I would love to play the Bills here. You know, I think both teams, the Patriots are more defensive teams. So are the Bills, two of the best defenses in the league. Um, I really think the Bills, honestly, I'm, I would say these are the one and two, in my opinion, the best defenses in the league. I mean, I know everyone like Chicago, Green Bay. Green Bay got gashed a little bit last night. I really like the Bills' defense. Um, I think this game will be low scoring for that reason. The Patriots are very banged up on the offensive side of things. You know, the, the injury report's looking pretty big over there for New England, which is something you don't like to see. Injuries on the offensive line. Um, I believe that uh, that James White will not be participating in this game either, as that he has been... Um, as he has sat out the for a birth, let's see here. So Ben Watson still susp- or is still suspended. Um, you don't have Julian Edelman. He, he's probable, but I mean he's banged up. Boom Towers a little banged up here. Um, Rex Burkhead's questionable. Brandon King linebackers out. David Andrews obviously on the IR. Isaiah Wynn on the IR. I mean you got uh, another offensive tackle on the IR. New England looks pretty banged up here, guys. I think Buffalo can keep it close here and cover the number, but. This is why I'm not betting this game. This strain is way too strong for me to buck here. Um, the Patriots are 5-0 and against the spread in their last five games playing on the road against the Bills, but it goes even farther back than that. Brady is 12-2-1 at Buffalo against the spread. He owns Buffalo, basically. Bill Belichick is great at shutting down for rookie quarterbacks. I could definitely see Josh Allen throwing a pick and him looking like we could cover and not covering. I'm... I want to take the Bills so bad, guys. I really think the Bills are legit. Y'all know I've been hype on the Bills all season long, but... I can't play it here. I'm going with the under 43. It's not a max bet or anything, but that will be on my card. I've already played it. I put it on Twitter on Monday or Tuesday. I can't remember which day it was, but I think y'all should go ahead and hop on on that one. I see a lot of value there. Um, The next game I'm going to talk about here, we're going to have Sunday Night Football here, and that is Cowboys at Saints. So, of course, New Orleans has got the great trim. Dallas is 1-7 against the spread in their last eight games on the road against New Orleans. It's a revenge game for New Orleans, considering they got smacked on Thursday Night Football at Dallas. But also, New Orleans, though, is 0-5 against the spread in their last five games at home. Um, Dallas, my, my apologies. Dallas is, is the favorite in this game at minus 2.5. Y'all know what I say. I bet every primetime game. Um, totals at 47. I would honestly lean towards the under here. I think this game is going to go under, but I also kind of lean towards the Cowboys as well. Only problem is for me, though, 
I don't want to bet against the Saints as a home dog. Home dogs bark the loudest if I've learned anything in prime time. These fans are all going to be drunk or going to be very drunk, you know. Y'all know how New Orleans is. I can't stand their fan base so much. Also, Dallas, you know, they've seen a good bit of injuries kind of pile up a little bit. they got a lot of players questionable. I mean, Tavon Austin's questionable. Michael Gallup's out. Um, that offensive line, though, is big and beefed up. I look for them to try to run Ezekiel Elliott down the Saints' throat. On the flip side of things for New Orleans, I mean, Sheldon Rankins is questionable. That'd be huge if they could get him in there. Tra- uh, Traquan Smith's questionable as well. Drew Brees is out. Look, I don't buy at all Teddy Bridgewater. I can't buy into him, period. I mean, his yards per attempt down, just the numbers, everything I've seen from him in his last regular season and preseason games, I do not like Teddy Bridgewater at all. I can't buy into his hype or anything about him one little bit. Also, Dallas is 9-3-1 and and ATS in the last 13 games. Dallas has been playing towards the over, even though I said I lean towards the under. I think I'm going to lean under in Dallas for now. My final play, though, won't be out for this one until I put it on Twitter Sunday night. So y'all get ready for that. But I want to play, like, trust me, guys, I want to play on the Saints, find a reason to here. I mean, sorry, I want to play on Dallas here. But it's tough for me to play against the Saints as a home dog. I just don't like Bridgewater at all. And I think that of me just thinking Bridgewater, you know, is being overrated here and he's a little overhyped. I just can't make the play here. So I don't know what I'm going to do yet with this one. But I think it's a really good matchup and it's going to be a fun game to watch. The last one I've got on the card is the Vikings at the Bears. And this one is it's opened as, as Vikings plus three and a half. I absolutely love that line, but of course Vikings plus three and a half wasn't even available by the time the books opened it. It's already at Vikings or at Bears minus two now. Um, I'm not a Trubisky fan. I think the Redskins defense is absolute garbage, and I think that's mostly why that the Vikings were able to move the ball on them. Um, I mean that the uh, that the Bears were able to move the ball on the Redskins. Um, Minnesota is 3-15 and in their last 18 games. That's straight up in their last 18 games on the road against Chicago. But they are 8-3-1 and straight up in their last 12 games against an opponent of the NFC North. I mean, Chicago obviously has dominated the NFC North as well with their the last season with how good they were. This is a tough game. You know, this is a rivalry game. This is going to be a fun game to watch. This is a game I can't wait to watch. Just because I'm giving it out here on the podcast, I'm forced to make a play. I would take Vikings plus two. Buy it to three if you really want to lay that juice. I like Vikings and teasers, though. I really think the Vikings are a good teaser team this week, as I do think the Cowboys are actually a great teaser team as well. I don't think they'll get blown out. I think it'll be a tight, close game. But, you know, I think the Bears, this is a spot that, they should win. I don't believe in the Bears, though. I really think Trubisky and that offense is horrible. I also like how the Vikings run the ball a lot. The Bears have been pretty decent, though, this season against the run as they've been stuffing it a lot. I mean, Denver and Denver, Washington, and um, and Green Bay pretty much ran for no yards on on this Bears defense. Um, it's it, This game's going to be tough. It's going to be fought out hard in the trenches. I could easily see this game going under just because of how little Kirk Cousins is trusted right now. So... You know, it's it's going to be a fun one to watch for sure, guys. I just I just really don't want to know, you know, play on anyone in this one. I really would have liked if I could have got it where with um oh, by the way, the Bears have the fourth best run defense in the NFL right now, but I really would have liked this one if I could have got the three and a half, but I still lean towards the Vikings. I could see Minnesota pulling this one off at, on the road. You know, they are on the road um in back to or actually I guess they were at home last week, but I I was getting a little confused a little bit there, but yeah, you know, I would I would play on Minnesota in this one. I don't have a play, though, in that game. So recap a little bit of what I'm doing here. So the only game that I gave you all that I don't have a play in is the Bears-Vikings game, but I lean Vikings plus two. Um, Saints-Cowboys, I haven't made my mind up officially yet. Y'all can check that one out on Twitter. 
Um, Patriots at Bills. I mean, I lean with the Bills plus the points here, but I've got to play on the under. I mean, if you really want to pull the trigger on the Bills, you're feeling ballsy. I'd pull the trigger on it, but that that trend is pretty fat going towards Brady. You know, if you're feeling ballsy either way, pull the trigger. Um, USC at Washington. I've got Washington minus ten and a half, minus ten if you want to buy the half point. And then, or if you want to shop for the best lines, I know, I know I've seen some 10s out there. And then UVA at Notre Dame, I got the under in that one. I might take Virginia. I might do it. I haven't made my mind up just yet, but we'll see what happens, guys. It's going to be a fun weekend again of college football. Like I said, usually I give out some max bets, best bets on the end of the podcast. I'm putting them all in video form on Twitter and Instagram. So y'all go look for them. I'm really trying to do more videos and things like that. So y'all keep your eye out for all that. I appreciate everyone tuning in once again, and I will see y'all again soon. Peace.